Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim, fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something fun. So let's do a little trivia, okay? Let's talk about eBay. How many active users does eBay have right now? Are you ready? 162 million active users worldwide. They have over 800 million items for sale on the site at any given moment. It's tremendous, it's huge. But it wasn't always this big. eBay grew from one man's idea. His name was Pierre Admir, and he began eBay as a favor to his girlfriend. She wanted to sell like Pez dispensers or something weird like that. But what was the very first thing that was sold on eBay back in 1995? The very first thing. Was it A, a computer mouse, a B, a Back to the Future t-shirt? Was it C, a broken laser pointer? Or was it D, a 1985 Brett Saberhanger baseball kite? Okay, so was it a computer mouse? a Back to the Future t-shirt, a broken laser pointer, or a 1985 baseball card. What do you think it was? Okay, well, hey, if you said broken laser pointer, you would be correct. A guy by the name of Mark Fraser was the buyer of Pierre's broken laser pointer for sale on the site. I actually watched a video about it. Because Mark said he always wanted a laser pointer, but it was like 100 bucks. And his boss said, there's no way we're going to buy you a $100 laser pointer. So he went on eBay, first thing they ever sold, and Mark paid $14.83 for the broken laser pointer. And he says he's kind of like an electronics junkie and a geek, and he fixed it, and he still has it to this day. See, a little fun fact that you're going to be able to take with you from now and forever, because after all, that's what you expect from the nation's largest show about all things digital. It's your most trusted source, of course. You can find us on over 425 top stations from coast to coast, and we're streaming in your favorite radio app. All you have to do is just say, search for Kim Commando. And you can also find us streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, 24-7 with three months of full archives over at getkim.com. Because after all, I'm Kim Commando, America's digital pro. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at 1-888-825-5254 is the way to join us. I'm sure you have at least one, two, 12 questions I can lend a hand to. All right, let's start with five things you need to know that's about tech that's happening right now. And we're going to go to the fine city in the, the fine city of San Francisco in the state of California. Now, no sooner had San Francisco gotten rid of one DA who released repeat felons back into the street early and allowed a crime surge of more than 50 percent. Well, you have to listen to this. The new DA wants to give the power to the police to seize video from your ring doorbell and other security cameras that are protecting your home anytime that they want. It's true, San Francisco's new DA wants her police department to tap into privately owned security cameras, including ring video doorbells to monitor in real time, without notice to you, what you and everyone around you is doing, all in the name of public safety, of course. Now, let's cut through the lie and say exactly what it is. A government that wants to take your private property to watch and record your every move, clearly violating what? your Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights. Uh, read the Constitution, folks, in San Francisco, yes. Now, in order to get all that security camera footage, I just wonder how the police are going to be able to do that. I mean, they're just going to knock on your door and say, hey, how are you? We're here. We just want your username and password. Or will they do something on an Amazon level and just ask for all the credentials for all the ring doorbells in the area, and then Amazon will just give it to them for easy and free access? Is that what they'd be doing? 
We're going to find out. Uh, number two in our list of five things in my day, it was alcohol and bad judgment. That's how we met people. A curious thing is happening in the world of online dating. More and more often, both parties agree that, especially on the first date, there will be no alcohol drinking at all. It's called sober dating. And even more surprising, 18 to 24-year-olds are actually leading the way. The Wall Street Journal reported about this, that a third on the dating app Hinge say they prefer completely sober dates. On Tinder, mentions of the word sober increased by 50% over the past two years. So in place of bars and drinks, mentions of coffee, the beach picnics are popping up. And coming out of the lockdown, some daters say they just want more of an authentic connection, if a connection is, uh, you know, to be made at all. So for online daters, the universal thought is this. We're going to share the experience, not the bottle. Yes. You want your date full of yeses and not booze. Booze, get it? Like yes and... Oh, okay, sorry about that. All right, number three on our list, Netflix and chill is now Netflix and swill. What's going on? Netflix is doing its best to, swim the, to spin this news of yet a loss of another 970,000 subscribers during the spring. Wow. In addition to the 200,000 they lost the past winter. But the truth is, Netflix is in serious trouble. Okay, over a million paying subscribers just poof, gone. And many of the cancellations, they say, were long-term subscribers. And where did they go? Well, they just went to other streaming services. So if you also share a, uh, a Netflix account with a family member and know their address, this is how they're going to be making some money, is that you'll be charged a $3 monthly sharing fee. And they're also adding a low-cost service that includes commercials, commercials that you can't bypass. Wow. Didn't, aren't we going like full circle here? Just kind of saying we didn't have commercials. Now we have commercials. We hated commercials, but they're back. Uh, if you know this works, Netflix say that they are going to have to turn this subscriber hemorrhage around this summer. I don't know if a price reduction is really going to help. And by the way, Netflix also stated that new stream platform that includes advertising and commercials, it's not going to include all the shows that are on Netflix right now. Hmm. I wonder how that's going to work out for them. Uh, number four on our list, Gen Zers say, Google Maps, what is that? And why would we want to use it? New research is out this past week that if you're under the age of 24, you're probably not using Google Maps to find local restaurants, theaters, nightclubs. And that's really, really bad news for Google. So if Gen Z is not using Google Maps, what are they using to get recommendations? Yes, they're using Instagram. They're looking up uh, recommendations there for the best restaurants, venues, clubs, hotels, you name it. And Instagram has a brand new update that's going to make it a lot easier to find these local businesses on a map that shows any posts about that business. And there are a few ways to get to this map. If someone tags a place in a post or story, you can tap on that tag and then see the selected location, go to the locations page. But, you know, here's the question, though. What is Google going to do to attract the Gen Zers that have grown up on uh, Snapchat, TikTok, and Instagram? How will they bring them to Google Maps? I mean, we just talked about how Netflix is losing subscribers, and now we see Google Maps suffering. As I've always said, if you don't innovate, you will evaporate. And finally, coming in at number five, the Cybertruck is coming. Yes, do you remember the Cybertruck, Elon Musk? It says that it's actually going to be here. And before I tell you when, even though truck is in the name of it, it looks really nothing like a truck. It looks more like an armored transport with more angles than a geometry class, I swear. And again, different always isn't always a bad thing. I mean, I'm all for being different. But I don't know. When I first saw the Cybertruck, I thought to myself, geez, it looks like something Ian drew when he was like four years old. But anyway, about the Cybertruck, it has an EV range of about 500 miles. 
and its starting price is $50,000. Now, no matter how awful the thing looks, there have been more than 1 million reservations for this thing. And I will raise my hand right now and say that I actually have a reservation for the Cybertruck just like you do for the Ford 150. Now, reservations are not orders. People paid 100 bucks, like I did, to reserve one before it's actually released. So Elon is still trying to convince everyone that the Cybertruck is just so much better than the Ford 150, the most popular truck in the U.S., and that's a really tough call. So when will the Cybertruck actually hit the streets? Elon Musk says it's going to be next year or in 2023. He doesn't say when in the year, just sometime next year. But, you know, I get the Cybertruck. I mean, I, a lot of people are haters online and a lot of sarcasm, me included, against the Cybertruck. But seriously, when you look at this thing, if you slap a minigun on its back, totally you. It's Halo in real life. It actually is. All right. Coming up in this jam-packed hour, as I like to say, we're going to talk about how you can hear your TV at whatever volume you want so there's no more yelling around in the house. We're going to tell you you can trap someone who is using images without your permission. We have five ways to think like a hacker to protect your money. We're going to talk about how you can turn your speakers into an intercom system. And we also have five signs that your phone is being tapped. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a lot. Plus, we have all of your great phone calls here on The Kim Commando Show. Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open. I'd love to hear from you. one 825 5254 is the way to join us. And just a quick reminder that if you're not already getting our newsletters, just sign up. You're going to love them. Go to commando.com slash subscribe. We have Windows, Apple, Android tips, breaking news, security alerts, all kinds of great stuff. That's uh, commando.com slash subscribe. And how about we start with Julia in Overland Park, Kansas. Hello there, Julia. Well- well, hi there, Kim. What a pleasure to speak with you. So well, thank um, you. I think my question is very quick. It'll be a simple answer, and I hope it'll help a lot of other people. So um, I'm a piano teacher. I have about 40 students, and I often, well, not often, but I frequently have occasion to blast out a group text to a lot of people. But I would like to be able to have an app that will do what BCC does in email so that everybody's not scrolling through all the replies that everyone's sending back. Uh, And I did locate several such apps, but I don't, I'm so paranoid now about downloading things that I don't know um, what I can trust. And so, of course, I'm You know what? You're right. I mean, you have to be careful. So, like, when you want to send out a text, is it like, Play the piano now. Practice. <laughs> Do that. No, 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 no. This would be, I'll give you a real example, actually. I just got COVID three weeks ago. Oh, And gosh, when I thing. tested positive, I blasted out a text to everybody. You know, I just <laughs> tested positive, blah, blah. But then what happens is all these people. Yeah, they start, start reporting. Yes. Texting they start back rep- and then. Yes. Yes. I hear yeah, you. And, and everybody's going. Everyone, Yes, everybody's like, you know, I hope you feel better and everything's great. And then people get annoyed and they're like, take me off this. I'll tell you something about piano. I'm going to tell you something since you're a piano teacher. So I Mm -hmm. took piano lessons from the time I was probably eight to 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And every week I'd go walk down the street because that's, you know, that time you could let your kids walk around the neighborhood, right? And so I'd yeah, go walk I down the street. Yeah. Yes. And then go with my piano lesson and then walk home. And so after about two years, my father comes to me and he says, you know, Kim, maybe this is not the thing for you because you're really not getting any better. And I said, <laughs> you know, I said, you know what? You're right. And I have to come clean about this. And my dad's like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I said, well, remember like you'd give me like money to pay the piano teacher? Well, (laughs) I saved all that money and I'd go to the the candy store every once in a while. But I still have like, I have like $500. My father's like, all right, I'm glad you. So that was, those were my piano. All right. So you mentioned BCC. Here's what a lot of people don't know is that you can actually email people to their cell phones. And the reply will come back to your email. So, yeah, I um, actually did know that, but I hadn't thought of it in this context yes. before. Yes, hmm. so you can, so, you know, and if you don't know their carrier, it's freecarrierlookup.com, and that will tell you okay. anybody's carrier. And then just put everybody's phone number with that in the BCC field, and then any reply oh will come right gosh. back to your email. Okay, so this way you don't have to download anything. You don't have to set anything up. You don't have that many people. You only have 40 students. Okay, if yeah, it was well, like... It's more people than that because I've got, you know, like both parents Then sometimes... All right, well, the you know, then you... The, yeah. So if you want to do look at an app, there's one like Text Magic. You know, it's going to cost mm-hmm. you a subscription fees, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere between 4 and $20 a month. Um, uh-huh. And you want to stay away from any of the apps that are, you're going to ask them to, just like we do with Dr. Marty, that you're going to text Kim to 511-511 to, to, you know, get that yeah, coupon yeah. and good stuff like that. Uh, is that yeah. So then you're going to have to get the QR code. And mm-hmm. it, it, just, it just becomes a little bit of a hassle. Now, there is an app that um, I know that you mentioned it in your email because you also emailed me uh, called Hit em Up. Um, I checked it out. That looks like it's really a great app. It has fabulous reviews. I've never used it myself, but I would feel comfortable saying if you wanted to try that out. So you might want, again, just want to email them in the BCC field. Don't know the carrier, just for everybody who's listening. But, Julie, sounds like you know this. It's over at freecarrierlookup.com. And in case you wanted to try Hit Me Up, that's that's also an option as well. And thank you for keeping piano all in our children's lives and adults as well. Da-da. There she is. That's Allie, our amazing content queen. How was our traffic this past week? I mean, last week you were all excited. We had almost like a million folks. Oh, It was fine. It was good. Okay. It was good. You know, that's what happens, right? We get something crazy. And then the next week when it's like steady, good, normal, we're just like, oh. It's like, oh, come on, Allie, what happened? What happened? I, I, I'm, it's just a normal week. After That's this, okay. I'm going to grab the sign, go out to the corner, commando.com. <laughs> it's a little hot for that. Oh, my gosh, Kim. But you might get some tan. You might get a tan. Uh, no, I will just turn pink. <laughs> okay, all right. That's not good. We don't want that. <laughs> no. Okay. All right, so what are you going to share with us? We're going to talk about flights. You've got a big flight coming up. I know. I'm super excited. I really am. And um, in about a week... Uh, I will be taking off for Los Angeles, going to Paris, and then taking a flight to Nice. Beautiful. Uh, where I will uh, go to our hotel in Cannes, not Cannes. <laughs> a woman of culture. <laughs> yes, I'm going to Cannes. <laughs> is this the is this the bus to Cannes? <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes, I can. Um, yes, and uh, and that's Ian and I are going. It's one of our 
mother-son trips that we do. Aww. And we haven't been able to do it since COVID, so I'm so excited, and he is too. And uh, we're going to rent a car, and we're going to go into Provence and drive all around and then go to Sicily where we have um, – I'm also excited about this. We're doing a mafia tour. Oh, cool. Yes. Yeah, so, like, you know, that's where the Godfather – so we're going to go to places like, you know, where, like, you know, Michael's girlfriend got blown up and, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. And then we uh, – then we're going to Paris, and then we come back. That's going to be so much fun. I know. I'm thrilled I'm for so you. Excited. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, if you haven't booked your summer vacation – Everyone watching now is the time, right? It's uh, it's dwindling, but there's new numbers out from Expedia about the best times to book a flight and when you can save the most money. So I thought I would share. Ooh, yes, that's good. Yeah. That's good stuff. Okay, best day of the week to book. Tuesday. It's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it finally changed. So it's Sunday. Okay. Um, domestic flights are generally about five percent cheaper. International flights, you can save ten percent if you book on Sundays. That's good to yeah, know. that's good. All right. Cheapest day to fly domestically is Tuesday or Wednesday. The cheapest day to travel internationally is Thursday because, you know, people don't want to take off the extra day of work, right? And then just in case for your next trips, the cheapest month to travel domestically is January. Gross January. Um, come to Phoenix. It's beautiful. <laughs> January. Yes, I was going to say, you know, January because, you know, well, the reason why is everybody's all traveled out because of the holidays. Yeah. Okay. But you're right. Phoenix in January Beautiful. is fantastic. It really is. Yes. Uh, and the cheapest month to travel internationally is August. Now, it's because everybody's going back to school. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Everybody's kind of like, all right, summer's over. We're settling in. Now, we have to talk about the, the not-so-good part of travel cancellations because flight cancellations are... I'm so worried about that. I bet. I bet. It's nuts right now. Um, yes. So I was looking, again, new numbers. This is from Flight Aware. So they're... You know, they've got that site where you can check your flight. You can, you know, they track all the cancellations, all the delays, that stuff. Okay. All told in 2021, there were 122,000 flights canceled. So far, wow. it's July in 2022, we're at 130,000. So oh, we're geez. already past, you know, all of last year. Um, we've all seen the big, like, the pictures of Heathrow, right? Where it's. Oh. I know, and I have to go through Heathrow on the way back, and I'm sitting there going, oh, no. <laughs> Luckily, it looks like cancellations for Heathrow are not crazy, and cancellations are much less likely to happen on international flights than domestic because there's just so much trickle-down effect when you cancel an international flight. Yeah, that's true. So it's good that you're not traveling domestically. Um, but if we're looking at, like, delays, so the worst place right now is in Canada the Toronto Pearson Airport 52.5% of flights are delayed okay okay just rent a car okay just drive i don't know how, it's going to take you forever 50% that's like i mean imagine if you had those odds on the crap in, <laughs> i mean in vegas you'd be like sure i'm going to take those odds yeah throwing those dice there i am all right i you're probably you're not going to be going through the frankfurt airport in germany so you're good there that's 45% france are you going to the Oh, I don't know how to say this. Paris, Charles de... de Charles, Charles de Gaulle. De Gaulle, okay. Uh, yes, Okay, 43% there. Sorry about oh, that. Oh, wow. Amsterdam, really? you're not going there. Schiphol Airport. No. That's a beautiful airport. I, I don't know if you've ever been there. It's... Uh, yes, I have. I have. I almost moved to Amsterdam. Right. I remember you saying that. It's a yeah. wonderful city. It is beautiful. And then Gatwick in the UK. Yeah. And then the only one on the U, uh, in the US on the list is at number 10, the Orlando International Airport. So I would want, I see I Orlando really? Yeah. I wonder why that would be there. You know, I'm not sure. I bet it's maybe it's just a big international hub. Although you would expect like 
you know, JFK a, or or Atlanta yeah. or or even like something like Charlotte, because a lot of a lot of international flights go out of Charlotte too. Yeah. Oh well. Well, and then so those are all delays, cancellations. It's a really good thing you're not going to China because the flight cancellations there are crazy. One, the biggest airport, eight percent of the flights are getting canceled. Um, and then Newark, LaGuardia in New York. Again, Toronto's on the list. Um, this uh, Sydney Airport in Australia. And then actually Ronald Reagan Washington National Airport uh, makes the list oh. 5%. So wow. hopefully you're avoiding all these big cancellation places. Maybe you'll just have some delays. You know what? And if it will, I'll just be sitting there with Ian and we'll be on our respective phones. You yes. Know? <laughs> just, that's just. You'll have some fun. <laughs> yeah. No, that'll be. that. You know what? It's 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 okay. It's part you know, of if travel. You just, it is. You just have to go. The thing that I'm really dreading the most is like this morning I was getting up and it was 6 a.m. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, okay, um, in France, it's 3 p.m. Like, oh, you gosh. And, you know, it's, it's always hard for me. It takes like three days at least. Yeah. To get used to that. But you know what? First world problem, it's going to be fine. We're going to be You're going to be fine. Just, You're going to. Just plow through it. Don't drink coffee. No, we know it doesn't go well for you. No, I know. I can't drink coffee. You know what? Just real quick before we go. Okay. So I'm sitting there like I ordered Panera yeah. and for lunch. And it said like, would you like uh, an iced coffee with that? I'm like, you know, oh, an iced latte. I'm like, you know, I haven't had one for years. I think I'll have one. It was like two o'clock. I'll never forget. You and I were doing a Google meet. And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. and my brain was like, oh, like all these different places. I'm like. My, oh my God! Kim's on drugs. I gotta get out of this call. Yes, and you're, you're. I mean, you're looking at me going like, like because normally you can follow everywhere I go, but well, your I brain was not already fo- moves fast, and so with <laughs> with the caffeine, it's just oh, it's tough. Oh, it was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. So that's why. Look, lemon water. Perfect. Perfect. That's all. All right. So now you're going to come back. And what are we talking about on the air? We're talking about streaming. So if you are not going on vacation, maybe you need something to entertain you through this horrendously hot summer. So we're going to talk yes. about free streaming trials and some good things to watch. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Al. Okay. All right. If you're ever wondering about whether an image that you see online is legit or not, you know how to do it. You know how to what to do. You just go to Google image search and do a reverse image search. Just upload the picture and then you see where else it appears on the internet. But what if you're a photographer, you're an artist who wants to know the instant that someone uses your work and violates your copyrights? Okay. You know, and just reminds me, the calls to the show normally go something like this. I met a woman online. Uh, she's gorgeous. She needs my money. Should I send her the money? And I always tell the guy to upload her image over at Google Image Search. And, you know, 10 times out of 10, I'm just telling you, I'm sorry, guys, that you're probably getting scammed. But if you're a photographer or artist, uh, you need something made to actually track your work. Here's where the site Pixie comes into play. You can track up to 2,000 of your images, and they'll alert you the moment that someone uses one. And they're going to help with takedown notices, too. That website is P-I-X-S-Y. It's going to cost you, but... You know, if your images are your business, then you have to really, truly protect your investment. And, you know, some people are saying that photographers are truly less skilled today than they used to be in the past. Um, But you could just say that, you know, maybe they're just developing. Uh, Moments away from five ways to think like a hacker to protect your money. And let's see, how about Casey in Logan, Utah? Hi, Casey. Hey, how are you, Kim? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Um, the, the 
questions. I mm, questions. Um, the first one is my VR headset. It was an Oculus One. Recently died. I'm wondering, is there a headset that exists that will run through my computer while still being as free motion and wireless as the Oculus? So, did you like the Oculus? It, it lasted me great for the last three years. Oh, that's years, a long time. That's great. How old are you, Casey? I'm 14. That's awesome. And so what's, what was your favorite game? What did you do? What was the favorite thing with the Oculus headset? Um, it's, it's a game called Gun Raiders. Um, mm -hmm. it basically running around shooting people. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> Just make sure I get, I get it. All right. It's a VR game. You know, it's a VR yeah, game. Yeah. All right. So, so this little boy, the little sucker died. So what we're going to do is the Oculus uh, Quest 2. As a matter of fact, I bought that for my husband. Uh, it works in standalone mode without the PC, and then it can be hardwired to a computer. And if you've got uh, mm -hmm. decent Wi-Fi, then maybe you could do that um, with the Oculus Quest 2. And, you know, don't forget, like, you know, you can always use a USB-C cable if you wanted to hardwire a headset yeah. to your computer, too. Um, but the problem with that is that when you're looking at Wi-Fi is that sometimes there's lag. And there's nothing worse yeah. than lag in a VR game, right? You're like, okay, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. <laughs> but then, then, then other people show up late to the game. Um, so and it makes my, the game... My Wi-Fi is historically terrible. Yeah. Well... You know, is it, how old is it, the the router that you guys got? Uh, one year is what my mom Oh, says. that's not bad. That's not bad. Is it a mesh? I have no idea. What kind of router is it? Is it a mesh? No. No, no, it is no. not. All right. Well, and how big is the house? We're we're trying to get Starlink. Um, did you just ask for the second question? Yeah. How, how, how big is your house? Uh, how big is our house? Uh, Twelve hundred square feet. Twelve hundred oh, okay. square feet. Well, you know what? That's that's a you know you should be okay with just a router. Just make sure that you put it. You make sure all the antennas are pointing not towards the garage and toward the street. Make sure that all those antennas okay. are pointing to the house. And you know your mom just mentioned Starlink. Um, Starlink's pretty darn good. Uh, and yeah. So that might be a nice solution for you guys too. Starlink for everybody who doesn't know that's where all the uh, satellites that Elon Musk is. Uh, putting up in the sky. As a matter of fact, uh, this morning, about 10.30, Casey, I saw uh, a rocket launch from Vandenberg Air Force uh -huh. Base. And going up was a uh, a Starlink rocket with 50 Starlink satellites on it. So yeah, I thought that was Starlink like... Payload. Yeah, I thought it was so cool. It was really wonderful to to see that. So, and Starlink is like 110 bucks a month in case, you know, everybody's interested in that. But so in answer to your question, and thank you for your call, is that uh, the Oculus Quest 2, it works in standalone mode without the PC. It can be hardwired to a computer. Um, even on a, a pretty bad Wi-Fi connection, I bet you it's going to be a lot better. Because the thing about technology, Casey, and thank you so much for your call today. Say hi to your mom for me as well. Is that um, the technology changes dramatically. It has over three years. It's just, it's the jump from when we went, say, from just a standard flip phone to suddenly we ever had an iPhone. You're going to really, really dig it, Casey. And thank you again. Thank you for your call. All right. We put together five ways to think like a hacker so that this way you're going to know how to protect your money.
Because it's always so hard to protect yourself from cybercrime, right? But here's how a hacker thinks. Number one, I'm going to get you through your family. So I'm going to get you through your family. Maybe it comes to uh, sharing logins. Somebody in the family shares a login. Uh, maybe your grandkids or somebody's using a connected device. Or maybe it's something like you're sitting there and you get a voicemail and it's a deep fake of maybe your grandchild saying, you know, grandma, grandpa, I'm stuck and I need $500. Can you send it to me now? And you're like, oh, gosh, it sure sounds like little Sally and Johnny, but it's not. Uh, I'm going to get to you through your old accounts. Remember your AOL password? <laughs> I know. Me neither. Uh, your Yahoo account, your MySpace account. They're going to try to fire up an old email account to get some action. Uh, number three on our list is, if you think like a hacker, I'm going to get to you through your old devices. You know, some of these devices that you've had for a long time are just no longer secure, like a first-generation Amazon Echo. And maybe you haven't updated your router for 10 years, okay? Maybe you have an old router. doesn't get any more updates. I'm going to get to you through Wi-Fi. Yes, crooks use public Wi-Fi to spy on you. They create these honeypot networks, these false networks, and you think you're signing into something, but you're not. And finally, I'm going to get to you through social media. And when you start sharing things about your new watch, you're going on vacation, whatever it may be, then they're starting to take notice. So we also have some tips on how to stay safe. Like, you know, you're going to set up two-factor authentication. Please just do that on all your accounts. It's the least you can do. Keep all your operating systems, your apps, your devices updated, especially your routers and your modems. Uh, never click on a link or attachment, unsolicited email, text message. Password managers are actually pretty darn good. Uh, you also want to use a VPN. And, of course, our pick is ExpressVPN. We've used them for years. And also I recommend TotalAV because you do need to have some Internet security software. So for links to all of these, and you want to share this with your family members and friends, head over to commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And when you're there, just click the link at the top that says Kim's show. And bingo, bango, you'll have it right there in front of you. Uh, still to come, we're going to talk about how you can turn your smart speakers into an intercom system. And we have five signs that your phone may be tapped with some spyware. And, of course, we have more of your fantastic phone calls here on The Kim Commando Show. All right. As a special thank you for all of our listeners here for the, the radio show and, and our podcast, uh, we put together some free guides and it's where you can go beyond the basics with secrets to master your Windows PC or Mac. These are some hidden tricks and handy features that you're not going to find in a user manual because, let's just face it, there are no more user manuals. You know, we just learn by doing. And there are search tricks. We have keyboard shortcuts. We have photo editing tips, messaging shortcuts, how to manage your photos. And then we have a list of handy, handy free downloads that don't have malware for your Windows-based PC or your Mac. So where do you get the free guides? Really simple, commando.com slash free guides. Once again, that's commando.com slash free guides. Uh, as promised, I have a little tip I want to pass along before we go back to all of your phone calls. Is that Do you remember when only expensive homes had this intercom in every room so you could talk to each other and you know tell everybody dinner's ready or you know let's all meet at the pool? Well, now we have these $20 Amazon Echo Dot speakers, and they have a feature called Drop-In and turns devices into an intercom. So you could say, Alexa, drop in on the garage Echo Dot, where maybe your husband or wife is doing some work. You could have your Amazon Echo speaker connected to the kitchen so you could ask your spouse, you know, do you need any help for dinner, with dinner? Uh, there's also a really great command. So you can make an announcement to all the Echo devices in your house. You can just say, 
Alexa drop in on all the devices and you can say dinner's ready, we're leaving for church in five minutes, whatever it may be. Now, this all sounds like fun, but just remember that that listening goes both ways. So I want to make sure that you get in those privacy settings and you make sure that, you know, the Amazon Echoes are locked down so nobody can get all your recordings and you can delete your recordings so Amazon doesn't get them and good things like that. All right, Doug in Washington, D.C. Hi there, Doug. Hello, Kim. Welcome. By the way, by the way, I use ExpressVPN, and I just joined the Commando community. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> you know, that, Doug. You have to see my profile page. I'm kind of proud at how it turned out. I'll look at it. I'll absolutely look at that. Thank you for, for supporting the show. So how can I help I, you out today, sir? I have two questions about my website. I have a site which should appeal to thousands, maybe millions of people worldwide. It's called catnewsheadlines.com. Cat News Headlines is a 64-page cat encyclopedia covering diet, health, behavior, and many more cat subjects like cat food reviews, a cat lover's library, and a music for cats page. You got, you know what? I You sent me an email. I visited your website. I looked at it myself. Oh, great. I did. You got a lot of stuff going on there. You bet. The problem is nobody knows the site exists. Until now, I thought visitor growth would just naturally flow out of or follow good content development. But I think I'm wrong. I'm a, well, I'm here, here's the here, here's the problem, Doug. Can I and and you know, you know me. I'm gonna always gonna be honest with you, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm not gonna pull any punches. I'm from New Jersey. We don't know. We don't. Sometimes we don't have a filter. Okay is that if you want this site to appeal to a lot of people, is that you need to redevelop the site because okay. your your design is kind of stuck in the early 2000s. That's and, because I'm stuck in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we got to get you up to date, buddy. We do. And, and you know, and so and we have to make sure that the pages are also responsive because about half of your visitors are going to come from uh, tablets and phones too. And I, and it's not responsive. It doesn't work really that well on a phone or tablet. And so, so you have all this wonderful content, but you're not adhering to today's standards. And so when Google or anybody else indexes the site, they kind of brush over it because it's like, oh, well, we don't want people to go there because it's not very good. Even though the content's good, it's not laid out in a way that is uh, the way that it should be done at, in today's times. So okay. you have you have a couple of options. Okay, uh, your first option is is that you can hire somebody to do all this, and it'll probably cost you anywhere about five to ten thousand dollars. Just basic. I'm not. We're not going crazy. We're just going to do like a basic design using templates, and you can find a web developer who can find a template online to use. And the templates are anywhere from, some are free, some are $100, $200, and then they just fill in the blanks. And these are cool. for some some basic websites. So just like, remember, we would have resume templates. Now there's templates that you can use to create websites. Okay. The problem, or, is I'm a, problem is I'm a senior living on a fixed income, so I can't afford and SEO or Well, yeah, we're well, you know, we're not going to get into SEO yet. We're just talking about building the site and then we can talk about SEO later, okay? Mm. Um, or what you can do is you can 
seriously just look at your site and find out what are the and, and say these are the top five things that I want people to see. And then you can do your own template. And I'm not talking about you creating a template, I'm talking mm -hmm. about where you go to Wix, Squarespace, or Weebly.com. And then you sign up. It probably could cost you anywhere from ten to twenty-five dollars a month. And then you start porting over that content. You start moving the content over to on using a good template that we know that will be. This is one of the benefits of signing up and using a website development uh, website that will help you. Is that they have already tested all their forms, Doug, and all their templates. So that if you're on a Samsung, it's going to look great. If you're on an iPhone, it's going to look great. If you're on an Android, perfect. You're on a Windows PC, Windows 7 is going to look great, Windows 11. So you get my drift. So it's so yeah. everything's just going to kind of – everything's just all going to kind of work. And then the templates also have what Google needs to make sure that your site is really good. It's going to have the robots.txt file already there. It's going to have contact information because that's one of the things that um, Google looks at to see if your site is legit, that if it has about us and, and how to contact us. You're going to put your social media stuff on, um, you know, your logos on the bottom or on the top. And so, so everything is all there for you. So you're not going to be stuck saying, oh, I have to learn how to build a website. No, no, not anymore. Those days, thankfully, gosh, are long gone. And I shouldn't even say thankfully because I actually wrote a book, Creating Web Pages for Dummies. Do you remember the For Dummies series? Many, many moons ago I wrote that book. And that is just not even necessary. Intel, knowledge anymore. So let me put together some tips for you, okay, Doug, and some websites. And if I have time, I'll go get some templates for you as well because we want to get that website noticed so that this way maybe you can start making some extra money with that. You also want to start building your social media presence as well because more people are likely to find you there too and before they actually hit the website. Okay, have you ever wondered if your phone is tapped, that someone's listening to your call, seeing your text messages, photos, and everywhere you go? Well, let's start with your phone's battery. If it's draining faster than usual, hot to the touch, your phone could be tapped. Number two, your data usage skyrockets, but you're not using a bunch of apps or watching videos. Three, you start seeing strange things. Maybe it's pop-up ads. An app appears that you didn't download. You get some weird text messages full of numbers or letters. Number four on our list, your phone just starts lagging. It's taking slower to open apps, videos, and email. And finally, number five, websites look different on your phone. Logos are pixelated. They're stretched. And if your phone is tapped, what can you do? Well, you're going to back up all your important data. And then here's the key to a complete factory reset. Hey, stay right where you are. We have another jam-packed, fun-filled hour of the Kim Commando Show you don't want to miss here on the West Star Multimedia Network. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.